Is it going? Yeah. Okay, because then I'll start this. I didn't start yet. Okay. Good morning. <laughs> Good morning. Okay. So this is the first episode of... The She's on Top current working title might change. That's what you're podcast. She's on top. top. (laughs) Okay. Unless you have other ideas. So if there's kids, take them out of the room. Not safe for work podcast. See. (laughs) All right. So we should introduce ourselves. Okay. My name is Eric. Okay. And uh, oh, we're dating, by the way, just for people who don't know us and are listening. Yes. What's your name? I'm Stephanie. Okay. So this is this is unrehear this is unplanned this is unrehearsed I didn't write anything down I felt bold so we just wanted to have an organic conversation as to why we're starting this podcast and what it's going to be about and a little bit of our background so you can kind of get a feel for the tone of the podcast organic gluten free vegan low glycemic glycemic paleo con- con- grain free conversation <laughs> so there's going to be gaps of silence in it. I mean, you can edit that out. No, keep it raw. <laughs> I want people to feel uncomfortable. Um, but so w- there's things that we wanted to talk about. I think they're worth sharing. I think they're worth sharing. And, I, I, you know, this is stuff if I, if I was the listener that I, w- I would want to hear and, 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 and listen to, so to speak. Um, so a little bit about our backgrounds, because that's important to share, is I do have a background in you know, psychology. That was my undergrad study with a focus in counseling. And I've worked in a lot of therapeutic, therapeutic centers. I've, had the, uh, the, I've been fortunate enough to be trained and learn from actual licensed therapists. And I've actually been in therapy for over a year. Yay! Um, my point with that is just to share that, you know, we want to know where we're getting our information. We want to know what our sources are because there's so much of that right now. You know, where do you get your information? Do your own research. Um, I'm not, disclaimer though, I'm not a licensed medical professional in any kind of way. Neither or, of us are. Um, and that's important to share. I'm, what I'm going to tell you, what I'll do my best to do is to kind of just quote, you know, share anecdotal experience. So think from both of us. We're both going to share things that have we've experienced as people and um, you can just kind of do what you want with it. And also, um, I'll, you know, I'll do my, these are, I'm going to share things that I have spoken about with like, um, that I've, uh, either things that I've read from, from um, books, reliable books, I think. Books. And uh, stuff that I've talked about with my therapist and I'll try to quote him directly and make sure that I highlight that. And I'm saying this all so that way, you know, we're being open-minded. And that, you know, we can, there's trust in the things that we're saying. And I'm not, you know, just throwing random things out there. And again, you know, take what you what you want from us. So, um, yeah. And so for, for me, I had the idea to start this podcast because we've recently, Eric and I have been having a lot of conversations about sexuality and everything to do with it from what societal norms are from guilt, shame, judgment, and that's where the whole idea for this came from. We started having a lot of really good conversations, just the two of us, and I spoke to some of my friends. I put it out on my social media. Would anybody be interested in hearing about this? And they said yes, and so I thought, like, it's still such a taboo thing in our culture, and it doesn't need to be. Like, I recently came out as bisexual this year, and I also recently became a full-time freelancer, and I'm saying that because for me, the freedom of 
controlling my life let me really step into who I am as a person. Whereas when I worked for someone else, I was afraid of putting certain pictures online because you hear these stories about like, teacher gets fired for posting bikini photo to her personal Instagram. Like, that's ridiculous, you know? Um, If you have like an OnlyFans or if you come out as a certain sexual orientation, you might not get a job. And so that's where all of this kind of came from. And I feel very sexually liberated and free this year. And Eric and I have had a lot of conversations and feel closer because of it. So we wanted to share some of that with you here. And we'll get into more like specific topics and occasionally bring friends on as guests going forward or take suggestions from the audience. But this is just to set up the tone of like, speaking about sex, especially in Western American culture and all the judgment, taboo, shame, everything like I mentioned before around it. Yes, very well. I forgot we were being videotaped. Yeah, recorded. we're also recording this for YouTube. I just revealed my age. I said videotaped. <laughs> yeah, I filmed and you're recording. Lucky you, caught us, you caught us drinking caffeine high here. I'm buzzed. Yeah, so like if I'm you gonna, hear a little... I feel like I'm going to be sick. It's my pumpkin spice latte. No, I'm just kidding. My first of the season. Nice. <laughs> oh, like. and by the way, I have no psychological background, just to state that. Like, I'm just I'm just your everyday person um, who's come very much in touch with her sexuality, especially this last year. So this is more just your average couple, I guess, exploring the world and judgments. I don't know how else to say it. <laughs> yeah. I'm trying to think about something. All right. Before we begin, dude wipes. Our sponsor. No, I'm just kidding. You know we probably do have to have a sponsor. You know how there's podcasts, and then you have to listen to five minutes of fucking sponsors. Well, we will have to have that to host. Sponsor, sponsor, <laughs> sponsor. Okay, so let's get into it because you're probably fucking sick of hearing this. Sorry. Um, I, I I asked I asked my partner here what something that I think is good to go. We didn't, and again, we didn't really rehearse this. This will be fun. We're on the spot. Is I call this one shame. And taboo. (laughs) Around sexuality in the Western culture. Shame and taboo. Mm -hmm. And I pause. You pause for effect. Okay. (laughs) So I think, I guess just to segue into it, I think you were just talking about like how the OnlyFans thing, Mm -hmm. especially with women. And I'm not a radical feminist, yet... Even just from, I'm saying that because even just from a logical standpoint, like it makes me think of this story. I I, I was raised conservatively. I was raised religious. Uh, I was in a Methodist in a Methodist family. I was Catholic. For I me. went to a church and I was a member of a church for a while. And I lived in like a middle class kind of evangelical Christian community, little town called Lake Stevens in, in Washington. And this one incident that you made me think of that I wanted to bring up is there was a there was this girl who was a cheerleader and she was she was a cute girl and she was really nice she was really sweet I got a you know we, um, religious family too for her I don't know if she's religious but we we all kind of hung out with her and I got to meet her and I you know we friended each other on MySpace and <laughs> the MySpace days now that's so, dating us we're so millennials we're I just re, re, yeah I just revealed my <laughs> the age. top eight days and this was about two thousand six mm-hmm. two thousand seven and I remember she. She posted some sensual photos of her, like she wasn't even topless or anything. And it just, it was a photo shoot. She posted them on her MySpace. And mm-hmm. I remember there was this big thing from our friend saying, Hey, did you hear? I think her name was Rachel. And she's like, You hear about Rachel? Like, yeah, like she's talking to the school principals and the administration because they're mm-hmm. saying her photos are, are, are too risque. Well, first of all, how did they find out about it? No idea. 
but they that's more than my concern. <laughs> I know. How did these adults find this teenager's content? But they I think they they were telling her she needs to take him down. And in my mind, I'm like 16, 17, 18, I don't remember. And it's like I didn't understand it. And that's what makes me feel good. At least I had a moral compass. I'm like, I don't understand why she needs to take that down. Yeah, she did nothing wrong. So the point that I'm getting to with, you know, when you're talking about your only fans is we still see that a decade later. It's like, how come men, I remember I saw this like on the Colbert Report and they did this little thing with like men, like Alex Rodriguez and all the uncovered sports magazines and they're shirtless and they're in Speedos and no one bats an eye. And yet when women do something the exact same way, it's like, She's a slut. She's She's a a whore. Exactly. Let's fire her from her job because she's too sexually explicit. Oh, yeah. By the way, for people listening, I do have an OnlyFans. I just started it like two weeks ago. So that's part of where we've been exploring like views, judgments, everything with that as well. Exactly. Like, um, and that's again, shame. So slut shaming. Yeah. And that goes both ways. You can slut shame a guy. I'm a slut. It does. I'm a total slut. You are. He's a fuckboy. See, I'm one of the good ones. I don't, that's, that's such a contradictory statement. What are you talking about? I'm one of the good <laughs> that's ones. not a thing. But wait, um, back, back on what you said before, I forget what I was going to comment to. Something similar happened in my school, not with a particular girl, but I remember that just sparked this old memory that was buried in middle school. I was in seventh grade, so I was, what, 11, 12? They had a rule where girls could not wear shorts or skirts. And I grew up in Arizona where it was constantly triple digits. Hot as fuck. It matters. Context matters. Girls were not allowed to wear skirts or shorts that came up shorter than if your hand on your leg. So when you're standing upright, no matter what height you are, if you have your hand straight down, if it goes above that, it was too risky and you weren't allowed to come to school. On top of that, they had this other rule, I don't know, whatever you want to call it, girls were not allowed to wear a mascara because we were young and we started, I remember I was curious, Avril Lavigne was huge at the time. I wanted the whole punk rock, like heavy eyeliner look. We were all into it. That was what was huge. And girls who started to wear that kind of stuff, like you were sent home. What the fuck for? We're 12 years old. It's hot out. I'm wearing shorts. And don't you think it should be flipped the other way? Like, I don't remember being sexualized by boys at that age. I mean, I'm sure they kind of like teased us here and there. How old are you again? Like 12, 11, 12. Like we're kids. We're not even, we're not even in high school yet. And I like, I'm just saying even to credit the boys, I don't remember them being like, oh, I'm going to fuck that girl in the short shorts. Like, no. (laughs) Like, so, but if anything, don't you think that's where it should be is like, hey, girls can wear makeup. Girls can wear shorts. It's hot out. But if there is a problem, let's hold the boys accountable for sexualizing them and not tell girls to cover up and boys, you're just fine because they're just boys will be boys. That's, that's sexist. That's one side. Oh, there's so many things. (laughs) Fuck the patriarchy. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. Part of why I started my OnlyFans, like, pay up, reparations. Fuck that. <laughs> For all the sexism when shit. When I say patriarch, I just think of Mitch McConnell and his saggy... Can't hear you. No, I know. Because I'm kind of being loud. And his saggy fucking... Anyways. You know no, but seriously, about. just talking about even youth, where, where we grew up, mm-hmm. how we grew up with the stigma as children. Like, I grew up at 12 years old being told, like... No, 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 don't wear short shorts, even though it's 115 degrees outside. So now we bleed into this thing. Two things I'm going to say, because I know I can clearly tell I've been talking a lot, was 
Another one is victim blaming. Yes. And I hear this, well, she's dressed that way. She was asking for Oof, it. She deserves just hearing it. And it's like, even in my mind, like, what the fuck does that mean? <sighs> like, there was, there was something Blood recent boiling. where there was some girl, uh, there was a big thing in the UK where that girl was raped and murdered and kidnapped by some ex-cop in the UK going out. And I, I there's controversial thing, and maybe they meant well, but the law enforcement's like, just ladies, just don't go out at night. Why? Because why? Why? Because men can't fucking control themselves. That's bullshit. Yeah, I you know? get told that all the time. Like I grew up with um, a very, very protective, very old school father who is from Southside Chicago and was in the Marines. And he is—he means so well. And I totally understand where he's coming from because I think he's seen a lot of really nasty men out in the world. So in a protective stance, he would say things like that to me, like, you know, like, don't, like, even as an adult, I live out, we live out in LA now, you know, he would say things to me like, you know, don't go out at night, don't go walking down the street alone. Or for example, one year ago, I was driving to see my parents and I would stop at a rest stop to use the restroom. And when I got to my parents, it's only a six hour drive from LA to Arizona. My dad had a little bit of a talking with me. Like he wasn't angry, but he was just like, Stephanie, like don't stop to pee at rest stops. And I was like, what are you talking? And it was daytime, by the way. It was like middle of the day. It's not like it was one in the morning, even still. He's like, don't do that. Like don't go to national parks by yourself. I was like, what if I want to just go hike? I'm a human being. I'm alive. I don't want to always have a man with me. And he's like, well, you could get raped and murdered. I'm like, well, you know what? If that's the risk to live my life, that's the risk. It's unfortunate, but I'm not going to like lock myself indoors because there's men out there who have sex drives that they can't control. Yeah. I know your dad probably meant well. I he understand. Did. He did. It's just it's it's just seeing where we're at, you know, looking at a macro level, culturally, it just sucks. So, um But I I I think now I can segue into like why, why things you still is it still recording? Yeah, I don't see it moving anymore. Uh, let's see, yeah, it's it's green, so that means it's recording. So that's okay, why sorry, we people. no, it's okay. <laughs> that's why okay. So we still see it today. Now I'm not going to name names, but I've had even interactions now where they people kind of come at oh name names my my Drag my girlfriend out. and they're like well or even anybody and you see like and, and I know you've got comments from people and it's like what who the fuck. <laughs> They say, if they see girls posting their bodies, like, she just wants attention. She just wants attention. It's like, dude, we all want attention. We all want fucking attention. Like, and you can say that with anything. I yeah. put, I'm a musician. I put music out. I want attention for that. Everybody wants attention. You know, we're, it's a bad, it's, a, it's like, oh, you're such a, it's a sign of immaturity, but that's not the case. Like, it's okay to want attention. We want human connection. There's a difference between the two. We're not desperate for attention. So that's the one no. thing. She just wants attention. And then she shouldn't. I fucking hate... She, Stephanie knows. I don't use the word should in my vocabulary yeah. anymore. Coulda, woulda, shoulda. Pause for dramatic effect. And then you repeat it for emphasis. I learned that somewhere. <laughs> I don't use should in my vocabulary because it's what you want it to be. And it's very judgmental. Yeah. She shouldn't post their cleavage like that. She shouldn't do that. Well, why? Because because she wants attention and and, and and she's just selling her body. And I'm like, so what if I and, fucking am? I love that. Yeah. And you're willing to pay for it. So that's that's something with like my OnlyFans recently. I, I posted something on TikTok and it was after coming across another woman's TikTok that hers was really viral. She has over five million views and it's super simple. She just shows her um statements, her earning statements from OnlyFans and just says like, you know, I started this just to pay for my sushi bill and then this happened, dot, dot, dot. And she shows all her statements. 
And because it went viral, there are so many nasty men and not mine, her comments. I was reading through them being like, Oh, like, and, and the same thing has happened to me. Get a real job. Oh, you're not an entrepreneur. And I was like, actually I am because this is like my third or fourth revenue stream in addition to other things. But also like, aren't you the reason that women like us are making fucking bank because yeah. you are willing to pay for it. But you'll blame us like, oh, what a slut. Meanwhile, goes online and pays $80 for six different girls only fans. Get a real job, you whore. Mm. Yeah. Like, what the fuck? There's so many things I could segue into. And I, I, I just, that's the more <laughs> argument. And real quick before I forget, it's like, that's not good. That's oh, bad. Yeah. Judgment. In other words, I don't use the words good and bad. Take it out of your vocabulary. That's my, me. I am going to push you guys. Stop saying good and bad and should. Yeah. Why? Because you're looking at it from a moral pausing standpoint. <laughs> you're looking at it from your morals. And it's not about your, your fucking morals. You got to take your morals out of it. I mean, uh, some Mormon's going to think that I'm drinking caffeine right now and I'm and I jerk off. So like, is that that's morally reprehensible? It's like you need Satan worshiper, and, and and definitely like we. I'm not going to delve into it, but that's I think a huge issue in our in our in our nation too, in our cultures. We put our morals on everything and serious things on other people. Po- politically. It's like you need to take your fucking morals out of it, and you need to look at it objectively and logically, or you're never going to, you know, we're never going to solve these kind of things. Yeah. That's obviously a much broader issue, but it definitely applies to what we're talking about, just sexuality and judgment, shame. Yeah, so that segues into the, I want to get to the religion now we can talk about is we were both raised religious and masturbation is a sin, porn is a sin, premarital sex is a sin, and you should feel a shame. I mean, because I went to a Methodist college. I had to, I was kind of, I was required to study theology. And I remember reading Mm. an article, and this is kind of where I started. There was a professor at that university who wrote an article, is a female professor, and she said, um, she was talking about how masturbation within the Christian community, that's fine. It's healthy. Women, mm-hmm. it's okay if women do that. And how churches are so, it's just like, why, you know, you're making people, and then again, in our culture too, sex was extremely taboo. Mm-hmm. Here's the key word. We never talked about sex in our family. Never. Oh, mine was the opposite. <laughs> Well, so, I mean, but yeah, but if mine, like, we never talked about it. It was like if you, if a sex scene came out in the room, we just I left the room or something. That's how taboo it was. I'll say that that maybe that's a good point that that weighs into our backgrounds coming in this conversation too for the different people in the audience. Like, even though my parents had my brother and I go to like Catholic church program, it wasn't too intense. Like, I did not go to Catholic school. We just we went to church for a little bit, my brother and I, when we were eh, like late elementary school. My brother's two years older than me through middle school. It lasted maybe three years. And my brother was like, I don't want to go anymore. And I will, I'm crediting my parents. They respected both of our autonomy. They're like, we want to expose you guys to this because we grew up Catholic and then we will let you decide. And thank you, mom and dad, because that's, that's fucking cool. I appreciate that. I appreciate that they let us choose. And I'm fortunate for that. So like, I, I actually was kind of into it as a kid. So my brother didn't want to go anymore. My dad said, that's fine. So then my mom kept taking me but eventually I lost interest too. And same thing, like no one pushed us, no one shamed us for that. Um, and I think my parents are a little more progressive in that way because like as I got older, the opposite of you, Eric, like my <laughs> my parents would put on explicit stuff. Not like porn, by the way, but just like, you know, like a, a rated R movie. Hey, Steph, come check this out. You know, for real, but like a rated R movie, like even like action movies, scary movies. Like my parents were like, they're going to see this anyway. Their philosophy, which I plan to adopt if we have kids, is why not have our children be exposed to these 
taboo things through their parents first so they know they don't have to go behind our back to seek it out. Exactly. And yeah. I love them for that. There's a be- yeah, A lot of this too is like, it, oh, you reminded me, there's a woman on, you would like her too. She had, she did a TED Talk and Ooh. she's a sex therapist. Nice. And she, she's, she's, I think she's, she's French. Too. She's somewhere from the UK, French. but she's a brilliant she's woman. French. And she had these explanations like, yeah, we need to, you know. Destigmatize. Yeah, and teach sex. And this is going to be controver- controversial, but like teach it at, to a younger age is not to like, oh my God, you're going to fuck their head. But like we need to normalize Expose it. Expose them to it. And we need to build a relationship with your family so you can talk yes. about those things. Because nobody, I'm a living example. We never talked about it. And I had to learn. And then there's so many things we can talk about. And then as a man, this is that part where I like own my, you know, my male privilege. And then like somehow I win points. But no, it's, I'm just sharing it as an anecdotal thing. Like, you know, men were raised to not show emotion, to be macho, yeah. and to get pussy. And then we're basically breeding fucking, you know, like aggressive sexual men. And that's, you know, it's like, that's that's not, it's not great. No, it's a, that's a good point. Because I remember having the same kind of thought as I grew up, just in general. And I was becoming exposed to the world and sexuality. I remember I have a fantastic relationship with my mom. We've always been able to have super open conversations. Like I told Eric the other day, even when I was, um, I'll just, I, don't, I do not care. I'll put it out there. I didn't lose my virginity until I was 18. And that was by choice. Um, it was when I was going to college, but my mom was super fucking cool. Like I, I lived on campus um, and I started dating the RA on my floor and she was like, she knew about it and it was like my first serious kind of adult, you know, I'm 18, adult, boyfriend and we had dinner one night and she was like, you know, like, not even awkward. She's like, you know, if you if you want birth control, if you want help getting on it, you know, like I will make an appointment for you. We'll get it handled. If you don't, that's fine. It's totally your choice. And I was like, that's so fucking cool because I had so many friends where it was the opposite. Like, oh God, I can't ask my mom for that. She's going to be like, what are you having sex? And I'm like, my mom was like, yeah, you're 18. Like, I'm sure you want the choice to have it. I just want you to be safe. So I really appreciated that. But yeah, going back to like the childhood thing, um, I remember thinking before that point, before I had ever had sex, before I had lost my virginity, that like, it's not fair and it's pretty fucking hypocritical. You'll probably hear me say those things a lot because I genuinely feel that way. That I was told, don't wear mascara, don't wear short shorts, don't wear a short skirt. But then like my brother, exactly what you said, was taught like, oh yeah, like, are you getting pussy? Do you like, like even my dad would be like, oh yeah, like, do you have any girls in high school you're after? But for me, it was like, don't hang out with boys. I'm like, what the fuck? What? So you're telling this boy to go out and treat girls how you don't want other boys to treat me. You don't see the irony there? Exactly. What the fuck? (laughs) I cuss a lot, audience, by the way. So, uh, my my brain is like going into which is great. I know it's, it's like pulling all these directions. That's no, why this great. is a great podcast. It's I like great. it. <laughs> so we look at. I'm looking at about 22 minutes here, and I think all the attention span of you motherfuckers is pretty low. So we'll, no, I'm just kidding. Speed it up. But no, I mean even for me, like um, we can wrap up the intro. Yeah. Well, <laughs> well, it is the intro. Like we're just setting the tone for the whole thing, and then I think going forward we can like. <laughs> pick specific topics to like but no, dig but into. This is all important. I think the other one is like, okay, so for stuff for me is like, I watch porn. <gasps> oh my God. Oh my God. Oh Call 911, <laughs> pick up the phone and tell him Eric looks How at porn. How dare you. So another one more, I guess the last thing I'll share, and this is where Slut. I, um, so I've been in therapy for a year <laughs> and sometimes like, Actually, I saw another girl, Mac Miller's ex-girlfriend. Ariana Grande? No, there's one, be- there's one before her. She's okay. a brilliant girl, and she does podcasts, and she had a similar podcast. She was talking about why we watch dark porn. Mm. 
and she used dark porn and 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 things that like we think are so taboo. Mm -hmm. Ah, See, taboo. I'm tying it all together, people. (laughs) I'm not going on fucking tangents. Um, and she talked to an actual therapist and I watched most of it and she was like, why do we watch these dark things? So another one is like, I've, I've met girls and they go, I have rape fantasies. Mm -hmm. That's a big thing. And, and it's like, well, what's, and I've heard people like, there's something wrong with her. There's something fucked up in the hand. It's like, don't judge. First of all, she's human. And then sometimes like, you know, when I'm watching porn, like it'll be light. And sometimes I like watch something dark or something like. Depends on your mood, like anything. Yeah, exactly. And then, and you're like, am I sick in the fucking head? It's like. You know what I mean? Like if you watch gangbang porn or some shit like that. I like gangbang porn. Or you exactly or you like watch Golden Showers. I like Kubaki. Yeah, yeah, the bu- Bukaki. Bukaki, Kubaki. B-U-K-K-A-K-A-K-A-K. I'm tired of people. Oh fuck. Okay. I'm gonna be canceled. <laughs> right? Or I like Golden Shower porn and you're like Ew. Oh, you know what I mean? And you're just like, what the fuck? Am I sick in the head? So I mean I was actually worried. It's like, am I deviant? Am I abnormal? So I told my therapist, I was really like, here's what I'm like going on. I'm watching porn, I'm watching these things, like these videos and like you know, if I watch like people peeing on each other or something, <laughs> am I sick in the head? Do I have a urine fetish? And he just, he was very, very, I love my therapist, very, very, very calm and very, very non judgmental. And he goes, no, porn can actually be very conducive to finding out who you are. Yeah. And at first I thought it was a little hokey. I'm like, what, what do you mean by that? And he, and he did tie it together in a way that actually took the shame away. Ah, see, I'm tying it all together. He said, um, he shared this. This is actually a direct thing he shared. He goes, I had a client, and he was a normal guy. Normal guy. He had a girlfriend, really just regular Joe, but he loved watching sissy porn. Hmm, okay. And specifically men who dress up as, like, very feminine girls. I don't know, wear diapers maybe. Fuck. Mm-hmm. You hear about diaper porn, you know, right? Mm-hmm. And he would just watch him, like, get gangbanged and stuff, and he had hmm. the same issue like me. Is there something wrong with me? Am I fucked up in the head? And through talking with him, they found out he's not, he doesn't have any particular fetish or anything. Like, I don't have a fetish. I figured that out. He's in. You kind of like golden showers. <laughs> <laughs> and I like BDS. No, I'm just that's, kidding. That's like no, 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 I don't. I'm being honest. I don't think it's the golden shower thing. I'll, I'll share what mine is. And he goes, he likes, he's attracted to femininity. That's a femininity. The other guy, not you. Yeah, the other guy. Femininity, femininity, femininity. Say femininity. Femininity, femininity. He's, that's what turns him on and excites him. And it made Kinda him same. feel better. I think which is why I'm bisexual. So with mine, when I'm like, why do I watch these things? And he, there, we'd figured out kind of two things. And I, I need to, I'm going to talk to him more about it. But what I can tell you is he said, well, I've figured out on my own. It's like, and I've shared it with Stephanie. He's like, I like animalistic mm-hmm. sex. We're all animals. We already know this, so, you know. At the core um, of it, we, yeah, are we are animals, and that's sex is animalistic, primal. is primal in nature. And I've heard that from other people, not just me. We love mm-hmm. when we have sex. That's, I think that's why girls. Yeah, I've, I've actually asked some girls, like, why do you like? Why do you think you like rape fantasies? And it's like I don't want to be hurt, no, or attacked or anything. But no. it's the concept that I've heard, like men, a, a, a part, a man wants me so bad that they're going to act like animals. And it's the animalistic nature that I mean, we that have. That makes sense. It's not a fantasy I have, but Eric knows that I do like just general BDSM stuff. Like I love to be choked. I like to be dominated. I'm I'm not into the the rape concept necessarily, but I understand and follow why some people are. Right. So it's like there, you gotta just you gotta understand. There's a difference. Again, I'm not a sex expert. However, my my opinion is that no, but we've experienced partners other than there's each a other difference. And- yeah, between a fetish and just liking things. So like people mm-hmm. who have actual fetishes, like you know, if you like, I've heard stories like um, this one. You want the juicy stuff, huh? 
a vomit fetish. There's a term for that. And people actually taste it and they get turned on by that. They, they seek it. And that's exclusively what they want. And there's a difference between if I watch something like Golden Shower Porn or Gang Bang or whatever the fuck, or you watch Bukaki Porn, it's the, it's the animalistic nature of it. Yeah. That people like. It's not the fetish necessarily, or could be, but for the most part, that's what drives us. And then, so that's what I came to. But here's 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 the here's the crux of it for me. My therapist helped me realize. He goes, "I know what it is you like, Eric." He goes, well, I'm paraphrasing, but he goes, "If a girl, if you said you were going to jump off a bridge, and a girl says I'm going to go with you without question, that's what you like." And I kind of thought about it. And I'm like, you're right. It's the fact that I get turned, and I, it, I'll get this even further. Ask why until you can't ask why anymore. It's the fact that, like, when I'm doing something sexually with a girl, it doesn't always have to be something extreme. You know, Stephanie knows that. It doesn't. I, sometimes I'm not always in the mood for something well, extreme. Yeah, same. Sometimes we've like watched porn together. That's really common. Sometimes I don't want to. It's that if I want to do something with the girl, she'll want to do it with me, and that makes me feel unconditionally loved. But my concern with that was like, that's, it feels selfish and a little bit culty, I think is what I said to you when I first heard that. Not yeah. not even like in an upset way, but like it is, as a partner, it's concerning. Like I always try to picture things nervous. If I was like, oh yeah, I just want a partner who does whatever. If I jump, he jumps. If I run, he runs. And he doesn't question it. He doesn't have his own opinion. Like that's how I interpreted it that. Yeah, yeah. But then I think I clarified, like, I would never want you to do anything that would hurt you or feel uncomfortable. Yeah, like, there are times we turn each other down. Like, that's normal, yeah. by the way. Yeah, so I don't I don't mean somebody, <laughs> like, blindly follows yeah, me. Yeah. I don't know if some people who know us know this, but, like, sometimes a lot of Stephanie and I don't agree on things, and that's okay. <laughs> I think that's I ne- healthy. I never want her to do things that make her uncomfortable yeah, or, hurt, or, put, or hurt her or put her in danger. I just mean when it when it you know when it's appropriate, I guess I'll have to delve into it more. But somebody who's loyal, like you know that Bonnie and Clyde's like these two Robin Banks together and being outlaws, it's not even sexual for me. I've learned again to tie it all together through porn. I like certain things not because I'm deviant, but because I figured out I like I like to be unconditionally loved. So that I think somebody, that's what we all want. Yeah, and somebody's not gonna judge me. Yeah, and somebody is not gonna. You can be like, ew, you're fucked up in the head. And then yeah. you feel hurt, right? And you feel judged. That's more what you're going for. Is like, even if someone says no, you just want someone who understands and is like, okay. So, yeah. And so, again, that my therapist Doesn't helped judge. me realize that through porn, he's like, yeah, it's fine. As long as you're not looking at like pedophilia or something like yeah. that or oh, anything yeah. illegal. Important note. Like, there, there are certain constituents, obviously. Yeah. Look at whatever, you, you know, as long as it's like, it's legal. Like, look at whatever you want and just it helps you find about who you are and as a person. And, um, again, this is going to take some time for people who are maybe curious about that because porn carries a negative connotation. We yeah. automatically assume somebody's deviant, um, and you know, but it's in our nature. So, anyways, that's we've hit about a half an hour. I just kind of wanted to tie it all together. Um, is, is there anything you want to say? I don't know. There's so much to say, but I feel like it's for future podcast. I think this was a good one here. Anyway, go watch porn. <laughs> watch it. You have my permission to go watch porn unapologetically. <laughs> 
Go follow my it's OnlyFans. It's okay. <laughs> I'll go follow her OnlyFans. <laughs> Support her. Yeah, by the right? way, I like went viral with that TikTok, and I went from having like 60 subscribers on my free page to like 1,700 in a span right. of two days, try which to, is fucking crazy. Try to cancel my girlfriend. So now, <laughs> wait, no, no, hold on. So now I'm saying Sorry. like now Eric and I, I'm creating a VIP page, and he will actually be on it with me. So this is something that we're also going to talk about in future podcasts. Like we're exploring this together as a couple. Like it's something together that we do. That's right. Go look at her OnlyFans. (laughs) Cancel her if you need to. Oh my God. There's a girl. (laughs) Call 911. There's a girl and she's showing her breasts. She's got big ass titties. You know what the police, this is a Chappelle thing. You know what the police are going to say? All right, well, what's the link to that website, man? What the fuck? (laughs) Anyways. Yo, what's her Instagram? (laughs) Thanks for listening. Uh, follow us if you want like, to keep comment, up with stuff send me hate mail cancel me too <laughs> I don't even give a shit if you want to follow it, like, all my stuff is exactly the same it's my first and last name Stephanie Moyers and Stephanie spelled S-T-E-F-F-A-N-I-E M-O-Y-E-R-S that's my TikTok Instagram Fiverr if you want to order freelance shit from me OnlyFans and an Eric everything's your name I got one you and me baby ain't <laughs> nothing but mammals so let's <laughs> Do it like they do on the Discovery Discovery Channel. Channel. (laughs) All right. Bye, everybody. Thank you for listening.